0: With Ken Laird and Chris Curtis on WEEI. All right, they say
1: come out swinging in this business, Curtis. Coming out swinging in the 11 o'clock hour on the Harbor One hotline with well, a Ken, legend.
2: Ken, you always say to play the hits.
1: Play the hits? This guy was a quarterback hit in uh, Dedham, I think. That's what Arkan said yesterday. Cadillac, what was your high school quarterback record? Oh, God, it was terrible. Oh, you were?
3: Oh, uh, Arcane was no, you up yesterday. I, no, I, no, I was I was fine. I, I did enough to play Division three college, but like no, I, I wasn't very good. I, I just played the part. I always say that I never I didn't play football. I played quarterback because I was never a football player. But I just you know had a little bit of smarts to be able to dissect some things. But no, I, I the record wasn't great.
1: Okay, you could have hyped yourself up more. I would. Nobody would have known any of the wiser. That's fine. Yeah,
3: but you know, you never know. You never know who's listening to these things. <laughs> I could be, you know, called out. So you, you better be honest. The truth is never mean. uh, Cadillac, uh that's, an, that's an Andy Hart euphemism. Oh,
2: thank you. T. He's on at noon. Um, Brickhouse Cafe. Are any of your photos in there?
3: Uh, no, I doubt it. Good, good place. Quality establishment. But, I love uh, the I don't Brickhouse believe, Cafe. I don't believe
2: my photos there. Yeah. And Mick it's Golf. I mean, I can go down. The, was that Westwood or Dedham, Mick Golf? No, McGuff's at him. At him. Yeah. One of the great spots in play. all New
1: England. Yeah. Well, let's get to the current state of the team. Now, uh, we were reacting to a list one of your competitors, Mark Daniels, had in the uh, MassLive.com um, yeah. about building blocks. I liked that. That was kind of an interesting read. He had six up there. Who, who are the Patriots' current building blocks? How many do you give them?
3: Uh, well, definitely Christian Gonzalez. I think that's unquestionable. He's He was awesome. Yeah. Um, I think you continue with that. Um, you look at the rest of this draft class. I mean, Keon White, um, Keon White's pretty good. Like, he, he showed some promise. I think that that's a guy who, if your offense wasn't so bad this past draft season, like, that would have been a, a great pick at 46. He, he He's proven to be pretty good. I think you can build around him. Um, Marte Mapu, I mean, cool. He's a, um, you know, a a flex guy if you will a safety linebacker or whatever but he hasn't really shown much so i wouldn't put him in building block yet um the only other one and i heard you guys talking about it before from this draft class uh DeMario douglas i agree that he could sort of be a dime a dozen but also what you've seen so far from him like curtis i heard you mention the injury thing and yeah he did go down to the um with a concussion in week three i think it was but i mean other than that he's been able to stay relatively healthy i think um I think you can build around him. He he's shown that he can you know compete on the NFL level so far. Um, But that's really it on offense. Like I don't look at Stevenson as a building block because running back is the most replaceable position in football. You see it every single week in the NFL. You see it with what Mike McDaniel did in uh, in Miami. Even like I was shocked that San Francisco went and got Christian McCaffrey because they were able to just churn out running backs there. So long story short, I don't think Stevenson is. Man, Marcus Jones is not a building block. I'm sorry, Mark. Oh, come uh, on. I, I don't buy that one. Nah, I mean, I, I get that he's, you know, he, he's a really good partner, Turner, but um, at cornerback, he's definitely suspect at times. Um, and the other one I'll look at is Kyle Duggar. I love Kyle Duggar. I think Kyle Duggar is really, really damn good back there. Um, Uche, no, because he's going he's gonna to walk. But I think of the free agents heading into this uh, offseason, I think you have to, you have to sign Kyle Duggar.
2: Catholic, the middling, I've compared it to the Red Sox with Haim, the last two trade deadlines. Why nothing at the deadline? Why did they just sit and stand pat?
3: I, I don't know. Um, that it kind of. I don't want to say it shocked me because not only is the NFL deadline uh, usually pretty quiet, but it's especially quiet around here. But, I mean, when you have these guys in Uche and Duggar and Onwenu and even Hunter Henry, for that matter, who are heading into contract years, if these guys now, you're not going to be able to judge this until the offseason because obviously you need to see if they resign. But if they don't re-sign Uche, Duggar, or on Wenu and just let them all walk and you got nothing for them at the deadline, I don't care if it's a seventh-round pick. Like, get something if you know you're not going to re-sign yeah. them, if you know you're not going to have an opportunity. So that blew my mind. I, I thought they would absolutely move Uche. Um, again, even if it was a fifth or sixth because we saw what Sweat and Young went for with the uh, with the commanders. But, I mean, if you're not going to re-sign the guy, what are you doing with the next 10 games or eight, nine games? Because you stink. Like, you're 2-6, and six and you are you're, you're sell- You should be sellers at the deadline. So I don't understand why they held on to them. Um, we'll be able to judge it more this offseason. But uh, if they get nothing for them and don't re-sign them, then that's, that's complete mismanagement, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and the most um, enraging report out of the trade deadline, personally, was I don't know it was I think it was Breer, I'm not positive, but it would make sense with the Ohio State connection. But mm-hmm. that Zeke Elliott was bandied about and the teams that requested a, you know, compensation or, you know, initiated trade talks for him were informed that the Patriots did not want a draft pick, but a player that could contribute this year. Is that if that's true, isn't that even more damning?
3: Yeah, that is kind of odd. I thought it was um to I think it was Breer, but I think it was Uche to Seattle. That's what Breer was reporting, that there was talks with Uche to Seattle. Patriots wanted a player and a pick in return, I believe. Um, And then they ultimately traded for Leonard Williams from the Giants uh, for their, you know, edge Rusher move instead. So I think that's kind of where that fell apart. But, no, I don't really know why you would go get a player. Um, The only player or type of player that I would have seen them trading for. And this is, I kind of wrote about this last week on, on wei.com before the deadline went, if they could be buyers and sellers. And it's, it's players that are not going into contract years. And my, my mind kept going to Jerry Judy. Um, and only because he's under team control for another season. So you give him this season with Mac. And if they spark something, then you continue and you have him for another year and you resign him. That's what a normal GM would do. Belichick probably wouldn't, but uh that's what a normal GM would do. And then next season you still have him under team control. Whoever you bring in next year, a rookie, whatever, now has that de facto number one wide receiver that other teams have given to Josh Allen and to Otaka Valoa and Joe Barrow, etc. Um but if they were gonna get like another second tier edge rusher in the Uche trade, that would have made no sense to me.
1: But that is I think that's a little window into Bill's mindset. He is still going for every win. He is not tanking. This team will be mm-hmm. five and six hosting the Chargers on December 3rd. There is a good chance of that. There is, I mean, in his best interest, is still catching Shula here or elsewhere. Bill is going to try to save this season.
3: Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, but I also, I find it impossible to tank in the NFL. I mean, you're not going to, I guess he should and would build for the future in that matter. Like, it, like, don't just, you know, sell off and tank. But, um yeah, I, I guess you're right. I think maybe I, I don't really know by if he wants the record all that much, to be completely honest. But um, I think he does just have that mindset of, we can turn this around, we're going to win this, and we're going to put – he uses the mantra all the damn time, doing what's best for the football team. And whether that be now or for the future, if he wants to win now, he's going to do what he thinks he can do to win now. And so, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I'm kind of uh, – it feels like Groundhog's Day down there every single week now. It's, you know, a, a, a close win or a blowout loss or a close loss, and it's like, you know, we're doing this and that and the other thing, and it's just, it's all the same, and they need to, I don't know what the answer is, I don't know what they're going to do, but something has to reshuffle before next season.
1: Mike Cadillac, our Patriots reporter for WEI.com, here on the Harbor One Hotline with Ken and Curtis. Are you surprised nobody called about Mac and that the info got out?
3: Um... I'm not terribly surprised. Um, I thought the wording of the report from Jeff was interesting that uh, they haven't received calls and that's sort of the way this is me going all Adam Jones on you guys. But the fact that uh, it said they received calls, he didn't say that they didn't make calls. So I wonder if again, they sort of maybe shopped them around and there was no dice, but the only teams that I could have maybe seen trading for Mac, I didn't, I didn't think Minnesota was all that, Um, you know, I guess, gung ho on trying to do it. But I, I looked at like San Francisco, honestly, a, a team that wanted Mac really badly, um, or at least Kyle Shanahan did. And then he was talked off the ledge, and they end up with Trey Lance. And um, after going through two losses in San Francisco under Brock Purdy, not playing great, maybe they write their wrongs and they go get Mac Jones at the deadline. And then, you know, everyone who said that Mac would succeed in San Francisco would end up being right, and Mac goes and hoists the Super Bowl in Bill's face. But, um, yeah, besides San Francisco, I didn't really – maybe maybe the Raiders to try and salvage that whole thing, but obviously Mark Davis had his, his mind made up on what he was doing on Tuesday anyway. So um, I don't know what they could have got for him. Um, if somebody called, maybe they would have engaged. But at the end of the day, Max here, at least through this year, so they got to try and roll with it, I guess.
2: Uh, Ken opened the show with a question. Coach, quarterback, coordinator next year. What is your off-season plan? My personal off-season plan, correct? Where yep. what, what
3: do I think they're going to do, or what, what, what do I think they should if do?
2: If you were in charge, what should they do?
3: Okay. Um, man, I think you go forward with this trade rumor of Bill. You try and make that happen. Um, I think it's kind of uh, a wash here with him. I do. Um, I think in turn, ideally, you go for... a. A big fish like a like a Mike Vrabel or like a Lincoln Riley or even freaking Jim Harbaugh who is in the mud up in Michigan right now. You make a big splash. Um, you draft a quarterback early, and I mean coordinator is going to depend on the head coach, I guess. So like, if it's Bra- Vrabel, maybe you. I don't hate Bill O'Brien. I like as, as a play caller. I, I think his his scheme is a little outdated. But I also think that he has um some semblance of the Alabama system. So even if you keep like a Vrabel or or a, excuse me, like an O'Brien around Vrabel, I don't hate that. Um but then that turns into they succeed and O'Brien goes and gets a job and then you gotta start from the top again. So it, it's tough, but um ultimately my my uh my plan would be go get a big fish head coach and draft a quarterback.
1: And you play the quarterback you draft, like you get rid of Mac or you keep Mac?
3: Uh Depending on where you land, like if you get a Drake May, a Caleb Williams, that that caliber, then I think you move on from Mac. Whether it's trade, whether you—I yeah. I don't know the exact answer with that—but um, if it's one of the the big guns, you you got to go with the young guy. Um, if it's like a JJ McCarthy, Michael Penix, Bone Nicks type, then I think you keep Mac around, see if he wants to. <laughs> I have a hard time thinking he or anybody is gonna to wanna, to, you know, try and stick that out and be a bridge guy in their fourth <laughs> season, but um if that's if that's what you have to do, I think you're better off keeping Mac around for a little while.
1: Read Mike Cadillac, WEI dot and I'll be back tomorrow on WEI football Sunday with Gresh and Arkan. Good stuff, man. We appreciate it.
3: Thanks, fellas. We'll talk soon. Later. Thanks,
2: right. Mike. My Cadillac Dedham legend. Um by the way, There's this paragraph, so Washington Post, Bill's on drudge right now, which is never a good sign. The headline of the Washington Post, Bill Belichick's empire has fallen. How will the Patriots pick up the pieces? And this is just so great. (laughs) The dearth of success has rattled a franchise that once stood astride the NFL. This week, discussion of how Belichick's departure will unfold dominated Boston sports talk airwaves with the baked in, if still unknown, Assumption, it will be this off season. Stability and excellence have been replaced by uncertainty and losing. Once immune to the league's cruel capriciousness, the Patriots are now defenseless against it. Now, that such, you take
1: such glee in the anti-Belichick. Oh, God, I do. Chat. Also, that writer must have been hanging out with Breslow with that vocabulary. I mean, he used to be at the Globe. Adam <laughs> Kilgore, great column. Well, it's impossible to ignore. Bill's legacy is being assaulted by two narratives. One is the Brady made him, which, of course, you... Um, push every week, and the other is that the tree sucks, so McDaniel's getting fired. Did not help that. I am heartened by the fact that had this happened reverse,
2: where Brady embarrassed himself in Tampa and Bill succeeded here, you would never let me forget it.
1: So just holding you to the same standard you would hold me. How do you think about Cadillac's idea for Vrabel, Harbaugh, or Lincoln Riley? Can we drill down on that a little bit that's your plan too you want harbaugh sorry you want jim harbaugh as the next coach the patriots connor stallions comes in too <laughs> 617-779-7937 Ken curtis and here's joe b with lunch trending
4: call from mom answer it call silenced
1: instacart knows nothing gets between
2: you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy All right, sorry to interrupt here, Ken, uh, but our uh, guest, you know, this is the story of my life, I find something just about five minutes too late. How could
1: you interrupt Thin Lizzie right before he...
2: Oh, I don't see size. Um, the great Phil uh, uh Eric Mangini was on Fo- What do you think Mangini makes from Fox Sports? <laughs> anyway.
1: What, what was his record? 33 and oh, 48, yeah. something like that?
2: And a uh, oh, I didn't say this on the air. So I, I was. Um, I think it was Cowherd who was. He's a Brady guy. Who was you know? I don't really like those kind of people. But he was going on and on about the Belichick fail tree. Uh, and here's a stat that I thought of because McDaniel's, without, uh, in games not containing his former uh, mentor, Josh McDaniel's is seventeen. In thirty-three, he has coached fifty <laughs> games in the NFL. Not against the Patriots, he has won seventeen of them. Yeah, the one, the last one over Bill is so embarrassing.
5: Brian, Brian Hoyer
2: in the second half of that game. A week later, they got their doors blown off by
1: uh. Tyler Beignet. <laughs> My guy Devonte Parker. God, at least would have saved you from the embarrassment. Could have. I mean, honestly, what that that was
2: such a microcosm, though, because Mac. Finally, makes a throw you've been waiting for, and it's to the dullard that Patricia brought in. So, who's the most embarrassing
1: tree guy? Mangini. It's McDaniel's. McDaniel's. Totally over Judge. I thought you would have got Judge. Oh, uh, I don't even consider him.
2: Uh, Come on, you got to yeah. lean into that. But McDaniel's at least Patricia. How many years was it? Two years, a year and a half. Judge was fired in midway through his second. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ten and twenty-three. But here's the issue with 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 McDaniel's is that he literally didn't make it was identical basically a year and a half in Denver and they they got penalized for Spygate 2.0 he was run out of the town on a rail and then he goes to Oklahoma, uh, Vegas and then he lasts the ex- so Judge would have to go to another team and fail as badly which is why I would take McDaniel's over Judge
1: Patricia 13 29 and one
2: another guy. 12 without – Patricia, 1-0 against Bill. McDaniels, 3-0 and 0 against Bill. I think Mangini had a couple big wins against Bill.
1: Although Jelani Tavai told you guys that's his
2: dog, Patricia. Still loves well, he's him. He's Hawaiian. He's a nice guy. I mean, Irma, He was a nice guy. Good interview. Best defensive player they've got right now. Jelani Tavai. Yeah. He's a Patricia guy. He's a baller. Okay, go ahead. I uh, so Mangini was discussing these Washington rumors, which, by the way, Florio gets a lot of flack because he just throws crap out there.
1: But this Washington thing has not been shut down. It's basically been... um, A a little bit. There was a Washington guy who said there's no way they'd bring Belichick in as a GM, not as a coach. This guy, Josh Harris, wants somebody to oversee the operation, and they would hire a young guy as a coach. But that's not Bill. Bill's not going as a GM. Anyway, go ahead. Quote
2: from Cadillac. uh, This is Mangini speaking. (laughs) Here's why this makes a lot of sense, Belichick to Washington. The new owner, and when you read, read quotes from Josh Harris, some men, to, some men love to golf to relax, I like to work. He's got that drive, that intensity, that attention to detail. All of those things make sense to have Belichick in the building. And if you're trying to build your organization, who better to get than someone like Bill who's got a wealth of experience, who's demanding, detailed, who's all those characteristics that he's looked for as a businessman.
1: But again, as a coach... You think he wants Bill as his coach or as
2: a. They have Jeff an agreement that Bill's there to surpass Shula, and then he moves upstairs, right? I mean, that seems fair enough. So catch Shula. That's important to them, even though it's not important here. It's. It's important to everybody, well, even though it's really. meaningless. I mean, it, to the fans, nobody gives a
1: flying F. They said that on the broadcast last week. Everybody here revels in Don Shula's 347 wins or whatever. I mean, <laughs> Never and was Andrew was... Catalan, I mean. <laughs> <It was.
5: laughs> Here's why Why this makes a lot of sense. And Josh Harris is the new owner. And when when you read quotes from Josh Harris, he said, some men love to golf to relax. I like to work. And there's, there's a lot of talk about him as, as when he was – building his business where he'd send a guy an email on Saturday morning at 10 AM. And if he didn't get a return email in 10 minutes, he'd send back a question mark. He, he set that, that drive, that intensity, that attention to detail, all those things that make sense to have a bill Belichick in the building. And if you're trying to, to build your organization, who better to go get than someone like bill, who's got the wealth of experience, who's demanding, who's detail, who's all those characteristics that, that he looked for as a, as a businessman. Now, that's where it makes a lot of sense to me. Where...
1: Oh, he was going to say where it doesn't make sense is probably as a head coach.
2: Uh, he... Yeah, Bill's 72 years old. He's not going to want to be sitting in a bunch of staff meetings with the owner trying to explain, you know, the decision he's making, why he's doing things. That doesn't make sense. What I like is why not bring Bill as a minority owner? You know, let him oversee. Says, Put...
5: Bill's, what, 72 years old? He's not going to want to be sitting in a bunch of staff meetings we think the owner said that. Drivers. That's fine.
2: That's
1: fine. Exactly. We play in the audio. or the Just read the quotes.
2: Yeah. So uh, maybe it's not as the head coach, but you bring him in in some sort of a senior position. That seems ageist. Uh, I think you could probably move the needle if you gave him a little bit of an ownership stake. Yeah, I'm sure owners really want to bring in people to give them ownership stakes. I Listen, Bill Belichick will have a job if he wants it in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I, I was somewhat concerned. I think it was honestly it was Zeke. I think Cadillac was conflating two stories, but no matter who whether it was Uche or You're whoever. right. It
1: was Zeke. It was Zeke Elliott. They wanted a player in return. Right. Bill wants to win. Right. And that's not what's in the best interest <laughs> of this organization. Right. So Groh should overrule him. 617 779 seven79 three seven Alan Everett, who makes a great sandwich.
4: Hello out. Morning, guys. How are you? Hey. How are so, so before we get to Danny. And I got a good one for you, Chris, for Danny, who I love. Nothing personal, Danny. But listen, Matt and Braintree, whoever you are out there, tremendous. Parcells drafted all those guys. And then it, it, that won those defensive championships in the beginning. That's where the culture came from. Brady learned it all, and they, they took off from there. They went For Danny to bring up the Patriots Hall of Fame, and uh, it, honestly – how many guys are in there that would pick my parcels compared to Belichick? And don't forget this one, Chris and, and Ken. He had four years to draft these guys. Belichick's got 20, and he's got more in there than Belichick. Okay, there you go for that one, Danny. And also, you want to talk about – you you, said, you asked the perfect question, Chris. You asked him, do you still love Bill Belichick? Well, here, Danny, we're going to give you a whole week till next Saturday – this is what Chris is going to ask you next week. He didn't get a chance to finish. You still love Belichick, don't you? Why you and you said because of the last twenty years. Well, after the three years that you didn't love Brady, that that you didn't that you thought Brady sucked. Why didn't you afford him that you loved what he did for the last seventeen years? What, you give the same answer for that. Why wasn't he afforded the same luxury as you're affording uh, Belichick, right, Chris? Yeah, I mean it's. It has never been more
2: clear, and I was saying this to Ken Al during the break, we would have never, maybe the Patriots don't win, Ken. Maybe you're right. They don't win again. They only have six, right? We wouldn't know this starkly how much of it was Tom. If Bill and Robert just paid Brady <laughs> $50 million over two years, we don't have the answer like we do right now. So in a way, I am forever indebted to Bill Belichick for being so dumb and stubborn to allow this guy to leave and allow you to be seen as the emperor without clothes.
4: And, and let me, and and Ken, I'm still sticking to don't forget. I've never wavered. 20 years. I've been calling this station telling you what was going to happen here and what was going on this. Don't forget. Don't forget. I still stick to the fact that the crafts and it's going to come out. I know it is. They still went to Brady just like they did last time when he tried to keep Garoppolo and send him to San Francisco and said, Tom, We'll smooth it over. What do you need? And he, after that meeting with Belichick, he said, "No way, I'm done." And that's how it happened. I'll, I'll dollars of donuts on that one.
1: What that Kraft wanted to keep him, but Bill had pissed him off to the point of no return.
4: He had so he so do, tell me if I have this right. He had the meeting with Belichick on a the Sunday. The phone call. Belichick said to him. Belichick said to him in his condescending, matter-of-fact way. Ah, uh, well, we can, Tom. I can't. I can't give you two years. I can give you one year at a time. After all, you've done for me at fourteen million or whatever you offered. It was one year. I know that. Brady said, "Okay, I will talk to you. thanks, thanks, Bill." He went to the crafts, had a meeting with them the next night on a Monday night, and I'll get, and the same thing that happened ten years ago with Garoppolo, and only they stopped it last time. I think they said the same thing to him, Ken. They'd be crazy not to. Okay, Listen, but do, we'll but, to Bill, but give Bill we'll credit. Garoppolo spurned the, the next half of the dynasty.
1: Without Bill drafting Garoppolo, Brady is not as good as he was down the stretch. Even Curtis agrees with that.
4: Oh, that's – I mean, Ken, come on. I, I, Curtis? Al, I, 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 I really
1: do think that Jimmy
2: G, his arrival unlocked another element to Brady. Yep. I really do.
4: And that was by design? He, he no, it wasn't by Brady. design,
2: but it was a good
4: outcome. I mean, he wanted to keep right. Right, it wasn't. It was so. So please don't don't even intimate that he was a genius for that. <laughs> well, he, was, he, was. he wanted to play Garoppolo. What's wrong? He with wanted what? to play Garoppolo. Well, he, he
1: wanted to start he, Garoppolo. He wanted another option, which is a good idea. You need a new option, and Jimmy G was right. it. I, and when, when you hired Braverman, all the producers here got better. Yeah, <laughs> they did. They're still on their toes. Yep. Thank you, Curtis. You got it. <laughs> now, what
2: about Vrabel? That I, was, I would love Vrabel because I think he's a. I like smart people. Vrabel's a smart guy. He, I, I, I find him to be very interesting. I love his confidence. I love how he carries himself. And I'm sorry. I know this might be sound. I mean, it won't be the first time I've sounded stupid on the radio. But seeing him with that red jacket yeah. for the entirety of the game yep. against the Stuck Bills. around.
1: I agree. That was big. That was, it, I don't know. Am I wrong to no, think that that meant something? I think that was something? huge. That was him. He could have easily just taken the first flight out of there. I mean. And,
2: yep. I I, I don't know. I mean, a guy who was traded, still bothered by it. Bill even apologized again. And Rabel believed, I believe it's been reported, that he was traded because he called out Patriot Place and how Kraft was enriching himself on the backs of the players in a way that they couldn't have to, where they weren't forced to share the revenue.
1: No, he's not exactly getting the most out of uh, D-Hop this year. I mean, D-Hop has, what, five touchdown catches? Yeah. So he's on pace for ten? Maybe you can bring Will Levis. Trade for Levis. Will Levis, local guy, Connecticut kid. I know. You love him. Nutbaker. A couple good games. He's looked impressive somewhat. Not Thursday night? Yeah, well,
2: Thursday night maybe not so much, but his numbers are good so do, far. Do you think the NFL will ever move off the Thursday night? Like, it just doesn't work. I, well, it's games... very weird.
1: This, this whole week was unnerving. The Bruins on Hulu and ESPN and Plus. Well, so, so. I mean, that's game. where we're
2: all headed. That, that's, I mean, we'll, that's, we're going to sound like dinosaurs in a week about that. Yeah, but, but... if you're
1: like over 50... It's a real impediment. Yeah, like, Greg you know, can't find these
2: games. I'm surprised Greg could find his apartment. <laughs> um, but <laughs> he needed a doorman to get directions. God, I'm 44. I'm almost there. I feel like I'm 50 is in, like, vision. I know. I'm 40 coming up. But um, the – what were we just saying before we got sidelined by the – Thursday night, Titans, Brable. So can't they do – so we all know they're not going to stay at 17, right? Eighteen is where we're heading. It sounds weird, like an. un eighteen? No, no, no. Game season. Oh, 17 game season. It's
1: that, go seventeen go to now. Back to two preseason games. Right, I guess.
2: But they could set up the schedule where all Thursday night games are with teams that have a week off.
1: Yeah, you know how there was one so year the not Patriots not played back to back Thursdays. Yeah. Like, yeah, that'd be a good
2: idea. That, that, that you get an extra buy. Yeah, fine, but then the 18. games are in like London, Germany. But the Sunday to Thursday. The quality of the game
1: sucks. It's just not. But do you think Chiefs and Dolphins will be as good in Frankfurt as it could be here? It's uh, going to be off. You're not going to know how to judge it. But here's where I I I've, I've capitulated.
2: Like I, this is where they're going. They have to maximize the revenue. That's what they're doing. I don't mind that as much <laughs> as I do the, the product of the game. Can we take a Celtics Bruins call? I love it. Andrew
1: and Haber. Hello, Andrew.
3: Hey, guys. So, obviously, the Patriots suck. And I feel like the general sentiment around p- fans not being as upset is they're fair-weather fans because they think of the last 20 years. And, you know, that makes, that makes them not as, you know, not as dedicated of fans because they don't care as much because we won the previous 20 years. But I think it's more of the Patriots, I mean, the Bruins and the Celtics being great that cushions that, that, cushions that more than anything else. And I don't think that makes us fair-weather fans for, you know, preferring to watch the, the Bruins and the Celtics over the Patriots. I don't think that makes us less of fans.
1: Yeah, no. I mean, people are going to tune into what's good I and mean, what's interesting. So I, that makes total sense. There's nothing wrong with you as a fan to watch the Celtics and Bruins right now.
2: There has never been a time where you have had more entertainment at the tip of your finger, no matter where you are when you're there, and you have to be interesting and compelling. <laughs> what are tickets tomorrow to Gillette? I've no, honestly, Ken, I, I've never seen it. Sixty bucks a ticket. Whew. I I mean the low the the nadir we love that word on this show was like a hundred before today, and there are just I mean, thousands of them. It's a great game Mac versus Howell.
1: I mean, you you remember where you were when tomorrow's <laughs> game is finished? Like, and if you have kids, which you do now, when I mean, James is like five years from now, he's gonna I mean, if he was five years older, he would want to see Tatum, he right. would Want to see Jalen? He would want to see Porzingis. He would want to uh, see. Mason Lowride. My best friend's got two daughters. His eldest daughter is a big
2: sports fan. She is obsessed with the Celtics. Patriots, totally not. And the Celtics tickets are insane. Yeah, they really are insane. He was telling me like be. 400 bucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and God bless him. That's the, what the market dictates. but yeah, It's a
1: fun atmosphere, too. Start to finish, even a regular season game. You get over there. It's a party. And yes. I have to say,
2: we give the Jacobs a hard time, rightfully so at times. The garden now is awesome. Banners, the restaurants. There's a guy. Seats are a little tight. I haven't been to a game Food in a is, while. God, a slice of pizza and a beer is like thirty-five. I'm talking about outside the arena. Yes, yes, but it's great. Yeah, the whole like thing. that whole area of Causeway and you got Canal Street and all that. It's it's a nice part of town. Biggest I mean, it, worry about the Bruins. What is it? Peaking too soon. Goal scoring. So Wiggy, Scoring's down about a goal per game. Do you think Don Sweeney would do us a solid and trade one of the
1: goalies so we don't have to hear Wiggy say the same <laughs> God, thing I over? I hate that narrative. Stop that. Can't trade a goalie right now. This team is Tell that to Wiggy. I'm not the one saying we send him an email. Like he said about uh, that owner, 10 a.m. emails. That's coming from me. You said, if you don't respond in 10 minutes, you're getting a question mark.
2: My favorite is when Wiggy says he doesn't get emails and he was trying to say that as Mike sat <laughs> down and all of a sudden Wiggy was like,
1: oh, yeah, I think I found it. <laughs> all right, coming up at noon, it's Fitzy and Hart. That's the new schedule around these parts, by the way. Ken and Curtis show not going anywhere, despite fake news from my co-host. 9 to noon. 9 to noon, Ken and Curtis. Three hours is where we hit our peak. Fitzy and Hart, noon to 3. KJ and Lions, 3 to 6. Love it. Next week, BC football, five wins in a row. Maybe we'll be back at the Heights, we're considering. I, I mean,
2: honestly, BC may have a better record than Colorado at the end of the
1: season. They can still get in the ACC title game, I think. I think if they the Virginia Tech game is huge, and B.C. gets an extra day to prepare. No, they scraped it together yesterday. They had nothing but Castellanos. But that's good enough? Uh, I mean, Tomlin's kid actually played pretty well, number 13. Okay. All right, B.C. hope, Celtics hope, Bruins hope. The rest, eh. It's Kenny Curtis. After
2: the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.
1: And then Curtis, your cult of personality. What do you think of B. Flow as the next Patriots coach? Eight six zero texter. We had some various. Uh, how about Cadillac with the Lincoln Riley? I, I don't see him selling here. Lincoln Riley. Uh,
2: I mean, he. My guess is he's making what $12, 13 million a year at USC. So they'll double that. Man, I don't. It's a big gamble for a guy. It's
1: totally unproven. College, I mean, unless
2: unless it's a package, right? You get Caleb and, hmm. and Lincoln. But that really hasn't worked very often in the NFL that can I that I can remember. You and love Justin Jefferson trade, yes. Known commodity. Don't want Bill if he's here drafting anybody. Takes a first though. Oh my god, maybe multiple.
1: Okay, so what about Marvin Harrison Jr. versus if trading you're, for because
2: Jefferson? if the option is you trade a 2025 first and you take a quarterback if that's what you're doing. If you want to do the Kirk Cousins route or Mac, oh, I don't. I, can you really do another year of Mac? Yes,
1: you can. Yes, you can. Oh, that sounds awful. Yes, you can. Mac contractually, Island you have to unless you trade him. Yeah, I mean, you got two years left. Reasonable dollar Mac. That's not a bad thing. It is. He's not it. He's not it. You can't tell that the line is garbage. The receivers Does he are have arm strength garbage. Yes, good enough to win a championship. He only throws it ten yards. What do you need arm strength for? Can I'm I'm not going to do another year of it. I can't. I'm <laughs> just, done. They honestly don't throw it like once a game longer than 15 it, yards. It is incredible
2: to me that the team has gone so far backwards. It used to be this, you know, brilliant, you know, uh, chameleon. Every week, it's a new <laughs> new wrinkle. We're going to be doing all these different things, and now, well, that's
1: just... what's disappointing. You you asked me if I over evaluated this team. Of course, Bill O'Brien, definitely disappointing. So far, not creative. And
2: Brian Flores, I used to think, was having to go to BC. Now I think Halfley might replace Bill. <laughs> I mean, what you, a turnaround You were ready to fire Halfley. I, 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 I already did twice. I I'm, was dead wrong. Uh, they lost to Northern Illinois at home.
1: Oh, God, that was bad.
2: That's the game we were there for. Yeah. And he's a guy I said, I wish he'd I mean, he seemed like a nice guy. He had his two d- girls with him. Now you want him to coach the Pats. I mean, I think he should probably be the coach of the year
1: in college football. So the Commanders tomorrow. Patriots there, lose thirty-one twenty-four. Is there anything at stake? Like if they if that happens, does anybody care? Is are people happy? Is it closer to tanking? Like uh, I guess it's embarrassing because here's the next Washington level.
2: traded two guys this week. The, the the fans are very gruntled. The next stage is animus to the owner. So, the bill stuff we've already people are pretty much done with them going forward. Mm-hmm. That's well established. People are ready for a change. Whatever. It's now going to be the clock is ticking on Robert Kraft. If they lose tomorrow. Especially if it's a Saints-esque embarrassment. You're 2-7, and seven, and the potential exists for you to fall to 2-8 and eight before the bye in Germany. That is a disaster. Tomorrow is a game. They
1: should win. The commanders just traded all these guys. They are-, they are a little balanced at receiver, which is actually, that's how you beat Bill, right? McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Johan Dotson. Logan Thomas, they've spread it around. So I'm, I could see them putting up points. You know what the
2: storyline Monday is? If the, if, uh, the commanders, God, I, I wish they were just football team. Yeah, WFT. Uh, if if Washington wins tomorrow and the offense looks good, you're right. The B enemy talk will begin. Yeah, because he's right in front of your face. Right. And he's doing it with Sam Howell, not exactly a, a household name. He w- you know, if the Chiefs lose tomorrow in England or in Frankfurt, and then you have all that, I mean, that could be an easy Monday morning
1: story. Well, let's say I'm right. The Patriots win. I would give the two and a half. I think they're going to play well. Why? What they got screwed you think by that- the refs last week, as you know. You don't want to admit that. I know you don't even want to discuss it. And it's the first time I brought it up. But they should have you know, been treated better last week. What was the score last week? Eh, it was a couple of swing uh, calls in there that would have made it more palatable at a very minimum. So okay. instead of 31-17, it would have been 31-20? That's enough out of you, Joe. That's Miami. You think Miami's elite. Ken, I think the Patriots suck. Okay, but they're better than Washington. What gives you
2: that impression? Max on a roll. Max playing, Max playing well right now. Okay, We're not on Twitch right now. You can't see that Ken can't even keep a straight face. He's been pretty good. I mean, two weeks ago, he was good. You know what's amazing? The bills. I, I walk around Southie with James and Pudge this
1: morning. People are just rolling down, Curtis, what do you think about Breslow? <laughs> well, when he signs Yamamoto, they're going to like Breslow. That's actions, okay. But let's say they win, not obviously not outrageous. They're favored to win. Now they're three and five, three and six. Yep, still have one more. Loss. Heading to Germany. You said Germany important in. to Kraft. What? Is that true? I thought you guys were talking about that—the importance of international international success for the Patriots brand. No, for the NFL to make more revenue, which Kraft. Oh, wants. okay. Well, and that's not as important. Right. I mean, but you're playing Indies three and five. They might go to four and five tomorrow. They play Carolina, so fine. They could get on a roll, and it will piss people off that they start winning meaningless games. Even if they win, they can't They're not
2: going to be on a roll. They'll be winning two straight, and then they go on a bye week. Right. And then the
1: Giants right after that. Right. But that's what I'm saying. I think you're going to upset fans by winning. I'm not sure what they should do. Should they get blown out? Should they win? Tomorrow will be the deadest Gillette Stadium
2: will have been since the pandemic and it was empty.
1: Even if they blow out? The commanders thirty five nothing. Are people really that happy? Yeah,
2: I mean, I think there will be more traffic on Newbury Street than Route One.
1: <laughs> I'm serious. The texter said they're going to fill out the uh, stands with AI. I wouldn't put
2: it past them. If only the AI would spend sixty. By the way, we talked about this on the show this week. The food at Gillette Stadium is the worst of any of the local teams. Really? Oh, just so generic. Burger, hot dog. See, that's the off season. Then you got to step your game up there. Right. Did you see the uh, the ribs dinner at the uh, the World Series? Mm. Mac and cheese in the middle.
1: And Texas got on the Vegas sphere. That was really cool. That's what you get now. You win a World Series, bang, respect. I am so excited for the games
2: today. I, I love the noon Sean McDonough-Notre Dame-Clemson game. That's a good game. I think Notre Dame wins. I'm hoping they lose because I, whenever I say they'll lose, they win. But Notre Two Dame, good games tonight, flipping back and forth. You got Alabama and LSU. LSU. Ooh, Brian Kelly. I hate Brian Kelly. Why do I hate Brian Kelly? He's smarmy. Yeah, maybe it's a Notre Dame- this thing with him, but... Uh,
1: and the quarterbacks, mano
2: a mano, USC, Washington. And if Clemson wins today, Notre Dame and
1: BC each, 6-3, and three, and I think they played relatively similar schedules. Okay, well, enjoy the games today. Fitzy and Hart coming up next. You'll be back Monday, Greg Hill Show, on location with Bill, we Mon- think, at Gillette in Monday person. Monday in person
2: at Gillette. Big big uh, bets. Biggest, my lock of the weekend. Last week, I gave you the Alabama game, nailed it. Uh-huh. This week, I love the Bucks plus three at the Texans. Really? Really? The Bucks are a better team than the
1: Texans. This is making you look bad though, because the Bucks are still a good team. Without no, they have they've been awful. But I think they win tomorrow. Okay. That's lock of the week. Yep. Joe B, good job. Fitzy and Hart next. And then uh we've got Cat uh, not Catlick. Lions and uh, KJ three to six.
2: Enjoy you your weekend.
1: It. All right, thank you. See you next week. Take care.